So in the previous year, the mistake that the Nefesh Shechayim brings our attention to, that people made by misunderstanding topics which he held that if a person doesn't understand properly, they shouldn't venture into, because they're likely to be misinterpreted or misunderstood. And we saw that he brought the idea from the Psukim of Enad Milvadoi that HaKadosh Baruch Hu's existence is absolute, and that means that nothing else can exist, because since Hashem isn't bounded in any way, isn't limited in any way, if there would be some other form of existence, then that would limit Hashem in some way, which is impossible. But on the other hand, we do see an existence, we do see a universe around us. So how do we reconcile these two topics? So the way that people attempted to resolve for themselves the idea is that it's true we're seeing a physical world but really really it's all Hashem and that's a very simplistic way of trying to deal with a very deep philosophical issue and as Nefesh Chaim pointed out it's going to cause mistakes because the result's going to be that if a person gets used to that everything is Hashem then things can't be more Kaddish or less Kaddish there can't be an existence of something which is inherently bad or Tomei because everything is Hashem and therefore, the Nefesh Chaim is going to present to us, based on the result, based on the desire, firstly the question, and then he's going to develop the way he understands the result's answer. So we are holding in Shargil Parakalit. And therefore, he says, In order to answer this correctly, we have to explain the holy words of the Chazal. Which I brought in the Chaim, it's the Rizal, which is Lakorach Matikunim, but it's really sourced in the Zayah. And that is, it's true that Shehu Yisparach Shmoy, Memalei Kol Almin Vashvah Gemura. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so to speak, encompasses all of the Metzius, Vashvah Gemura, there isn't more or less. If HaKadosh Baruch Hu is everything, then there can't be any difference in level between one place and another, on the one hand. But on the other hand, even we're talking about different levels of Ruchnius. Each level of Ruchnius has a certain level, and there's a level above it, there's a level below it. And what defines the level of Ruchnius that it's holding by is the amount or the level to which they're connected to Hashem will define how, how much of a Ruchnius level it is. When we're talking about the ten spheres of Atsiris, which is a certain level, a spiritual level, then on that level we said that Akash Prokh was one with that. Inun and the life they have is one thing, which is on a higher level. On the lowest spiritual level, called the level of the Briya, that we doesn't have the same level of connection to Hashem. They love inland the They're not the same connection, and therefore they're lower level. And therefore, on the one hand, we can say that Hakadosh Baruch Hu, so to speak, encompasses all of the mitzvahs on the same level, Bashva Achas. On the other hand, we say that there's levels which are closer to Hashem and more different to Hashem. And that gives us a long list of references in the Eitz Chaim, which means in Arizal we talks about this. And that is Vayin Beit Chaim Shai Shalos Ayat Sviras 
that the level of Atsilis is all considered spiritual as opposed to the other worlds. The level of the connection to Hashem. And something he says, Ayn Sham, and there's Tira Lamas Abiyah, and something he says, and Shahatelem, and Shahashemus, and Shahasayna Abiyah, which all these bring the same conclusion. That we find these different levels of Ruchnius based on how distant or how close something is to Akadish Baruch. So, how can we say on the one hand, that everything is equal because HaKadosh Baruch Hu encompasses all of the Matthias and at the same time say the different levels and he says and one more reference that there's a difference between HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so to speak runs or directs each of the different levels of the Ilamas Hashem is called Akal which is mashma that he's more connected to the Shemayim than to the Arts. So many the different places, one more Kaddish than the other. The Kaddish Akadashim, for example, is more Kaddish than the rest of the Mikdash, which is more Kaddish than the rest of Yishalayim, which is more Kaddish than the rest of Yisrael. So we see the levels of Kaddisha. So how do we reconcile it with the fact that Akadish Baruch is everywhere and there's no different levels within Hashem? And therefore, the Nevesh Chaim, I'm going to explain to you, pay attention, and then you'll understand the principle which we're discussing over here. Now, before we read inside, what the Nevesh Chaim is going to explain, not just in this parak, but in the next few prakim, there's really a very deep and very important principle for us to learn here. Let's first try and explain a little bit of background in our own words. And that is when we think about creation of the world. So, if you think about it, in the sense that prior to the existence of the world, it wasn't that there was a vacuum. There was nothingness. And in that nothingness, HaKadosh Baruch Hu creates the world. We have to look at it differently. And we have to understand that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, as we know, always existed. And if that's the case, before Hashem creates anything else, the only entity which exists is Hashem Himself. Without limits, without boundaries, not boundaries of space, not boundaries of time, not boundaries of ikhidas, of ability, of power. It's a Kaddish Baruch with, in, sorry, like we say, ain't safe. Without limits in any possible way. And then if, the, in, if everything is only a Kaddish Baruch So then the question you want to ask is, where did he build the world? Because... In order to create a world which is now something separate from Hashem, so I'm going to use the word space, but it's not true really on a physical level because there wasn't physical space, but let's talk about conceptual space. And that is, wherever the world now exists, why isn't it some way detracting from the fact that only Hashem exists? Because now there is some other form of existence. There's the existence of a world, there's the existence of people, there's the existence of the planets. 
so why isn't this in some way, so to speak, interfering with the concept of Hashem Echad? That HaKadosh Baruch is everything and there's nothing besides for that. Emes Malkeinu There's nothing besides for Hashem. So how can on the, one, on the one hand be nothing besides for Hashem, and on the other hand, there's a reality we live in. Which is just rephrasing really the question that Nefesh Chaim is coming to address. And the answer to this question, we'll first say in general terms, then we'll explain it more specifically. But in general terms, the answer is the question is a mistake. The question is a mistake because a person seeing things, so to speak, on a two-dimensional level, when really a person should be seeing things on a three-dimensional level. And just like if a person as, as, as a marshal wouldn't be able to see depth, you would only be able to see things in two dimensions, and then you would see everything crashing into each other because every time one object passes the other, it looks like they're colliding. You'd have a question. So how can they all, so to speak, work side by side without always interfering with each other? And what is missing is a perspective of depth, and it shows you that a person can be walking past the other person, it doesn't necessarily have to be hitting the other person. One can see depth, can appreciate that. So as a marshal, a person who would only be able to see two dimensions wouldn't be able to understand how things can coexist without being superimposed on each other, without being in each other's way, because he doesn't understand there's a concept of depth. A person who can see three dimensions and understand that there's depth, and therefore there's something beyond, further, nearer, behind, and it doesn't interfere with the other thing in any way. And that's just the marshal. The nimshal is that the question comes because people see that Ki'ilu Hashem in the world exist on the same plane of reality. And if that's the case, then they have a question. And that is, on the level of reality that there's the world, so now that there isn't something called the world, why isn't it that somehow, so to speak, limiting or confining Hashem that He now doesn't encompass the entire Matthias because there's the world which takes up some of that space? And even if it's an infinitely small amount of space, and compared to the enormity of HaKadosh Baruch it's like a speck of dust, it doesn't make a difference. Because the fact that something now has, so to speak, carved itself a place where Hashem isn't, is a theory. Because now in some way Hashem has been limited. It's a place where He's not. And that's obviously not true. Hashem is Kol Yachal, Hashem is everything, and Hashem is everywhere, and He's not limited in any way. And therefore the answer is going to be, and that is, there's no stereo. There's no stereo because HaKadosh Baruch Hu exists on a different plane to the world he created. And on the level of Hashem's existence, He's the only thing which exists. And nothing exists besides for that. It never was and it never will be. HaKadosh Baruch Hu isn't limited and Hashem doesn't change. And if there's a world and a universe and everything we see in it, as enormous as it seems to us, with all its detail, with all its multiple, multiple nivroim, entities which have been created, that's all existing in an area or in the in a concept which doesn't impact on the existence of Hashem. Because they're not living in the same reality. And if you understand this on a simple level, but there's more than that, the simple explanation is going to be, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is spiritual. The world is physical. The existence of physical things doesn't interfere with the spiritual reality. And therefore, there's no stereo between the two concepts. If you're looking at it, Mitzar HaKadosh Baruch Hu, which means, from his perspective, which means, on the level of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's existence, 
then there's nothing else. There's nothing else in the Milvada. And the entire Bria doesn't impact in any way on Kodesh Baruch Hu's But if you're looking at a new concept of, a new dimension of reality, a new concept of creation, which Hashem has created in order that there should be Nivraim, in order that there should be entities which have been created, then in that Lui level, then there's the world, then there's the universe, then there are multiple objects which have been created. And they exist. But they're existing in a way which doesn't interfere with the reality of HaKadosh Baruch existence. They exist in a different place. A marshal for this, besides the marshal I gave before, a, a slightly different marshal, but maybe some people will understand this one better. I heard from Rav Yaakov Hillel Schlitzer. And that is, imagine you're sitting here in the base Medrash. And you see furniture, tables and chairs and bookcases and spiral and people, and a beam and an iron Kodesh. And you wouldn't be wrong in saying the base Medrash is full of things. But then you're going to have a, ha- a chazan who sings the uh, moving the chadoid and everyone joins in. And you're going to say, when the chazan was singing, the message was full of song. And you're going to say, one second, how can be full of song? I thought it was full of things. And the answer is, we all understand, the one doesn't interfere with the other one. It's a working in a different reality. If you're talking about physical objects which take up space, then it's true. The message was full of the physical objects which take up the space. The idea of being filled with music isn't interfering with physical objects which are there. It's a different concept of being full. Something of a less physical nature. And that same concept would be the nimshal over here. And that is, of course, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the Malik But in the reality that Hashem creates a person, in that reality, so then it doesn't interfere with the reality of Hashem. And now, the question is being asked, why isn't the fact that there is another reality, besides for the, 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 the spiritual Matthias in which HaKadosh Baruch is the only thing which exists, why isn't the very fact that Hashem has created another reality, a physical reality, and in that physical reality He's limited, why, isn't, why doesn't that limit Hashem? And the answer is, and this is the answer to many questions, and that is, HaKadosh Baruch isn't limited by being able, by something which is going to limit it. Which means, the fact that there's a physical Kometeus is by definition a limitation. Everything physical is a clear which, combi- which contains, which confines the, the R or whatever is in it to the shear of what it is. And if HaKadosh Baruch Hu Batsmusa isn't limited and isn't contained and isn't confined, so in the fact that there isn't a physical Matthias in which Hashem can be isn't a limitation to Hashem, it's a sign of Hashem's Maila. And this is an example of that. If a person would ask the question, which people try to ask sometimes, that is, if Hashem can do anything, then can He make a mistake? And the answer is, no, He can't make a mistake. And then the counter is going to be, well, then Hashem can't do everything. That's true. There are lots of other things Hashem can't do as well. Hashem can't create another Hashem. Hashem can't kill Himself. Anything which is negative, Hashem can't do. But it's not a limitation of His Shlemus. On the contrary, it's an example of His Shlemus. The fact that if something is perfect and therefore infallible is a sign of shlemus. The fact that technically, if you put into words, that that means it can't make a mistake isn't limiting. That's shlemus. The fact that Kodesh Baruch can't limit himself, can't put himself into a kli, even though it's using the negative of the Hashem can't do something, that's shlemus. 
being able to confine oneself is a lack of shlemus. It's a, it's, it means the person's now been given the boundaries. And something all the other examples we brought before. That's true. The Eilad Milvada means on the level of Ruchnius, nothing else exists. The fact that there's a physical reality which Hashem has created, and in that, other things exist besides for Hashem, that doesn't limit Hashem. That's the Shevach of Hashem, it's the praise of Hashem, that He isn't confined to the physical reality. Like Nevesh Hashem is going to do. So that's the first part. We're going to see this more depth this as well. But in the meantime, let's read what Nevesh Hashem says about that. And he says, From Hashem's perspective, Even now, after he's created all of the Oilamas as he wanted them to be, Even after the creation of all the Oilamas, nevertheless, from Hashem's perspective, he's Mamale, he encompasses everything. In the Achtus Pasha, which means there's no difference, it's all Hashem. From Hashem's perspective, nothing else exists. Hashem, you are He who be, what existed before creation, you are He who exists after creation, without any difference. The fact that there's a world and the fact that there's a Bria doesn't limit and doesn't confine Hashem in any way. Even after the world's been created, that didn't affect Akadosh Baruch Hashemus in any way. In other words, the emergence of all the things Hashem created in the world, all the multiple species and all the multiple breeds of animals and plants or whatever it might be, don't, or, and the human being himself, don't impact Hashem Shemus in any way. And they don't They don't act as an impediment within Hashem's level of Shemus. Hashem hasn't changed. Not before the creation or afterwards. Just like before in Shayyakal, From Hashem's perspective, like we said, on that level of existence, nothing else exists. Not before and not now. That he says this point as Hashem's praise. And that is Hashem can't be contained and Hashem can't be measured and Hashem can't be, so to speak, given boundaries of any nature. And it says, which There's no end which can be applied to Hashem. There's no middle point which can measure Him. Something which Hashem is when everything exists, that's still everything. So that's the first thing. Now, on that level, we understand. Therefore, there's no stereo. There's a place where the world exists. And that doesn't interfere with the level of reality of Akkadish Prophet's existence, which is absolute. Now, if you wanted to delve into this sugya a little bit better, a little bit deeper, so then the question we're going to ask ourselves is, where is this dimension that Hashem created the entire universe. If in the reality which existed prior to the universe, which means the reality where there was only Hashem, nothing else exists in the, in the entire universe, and, and that remains the same afterwards, so then where is the place conceptually where the universe exists? There was no physical place before, it was a spiritual 
concept of Hashem Himself and nothing else. So where is this makkab in which other things can exist? And the Nefesh Chaim has been around twice already. He calls it Ritzayna. I'll read the land again. He says, Gam atal achashibar of a chiddush haylam spirit soyne. And same thing, he says, Atal achashibar nivra haylam spirit soyne upon. And that reason is also the same way. Kashalah spirit soyne. And now we're going to learn a tremendous chiddush, which is the space of the Kabbalah. And that is Hashem's Ratzan is, so to speak, a place. And again, not a physical place, because Hashem is not physical. But Hashem's Ratzan creates a reality. A place of reality, and in that place, that's where all the Lambas exist. Now, I'm going to give a marshal to explain this because it sounds like a very esoteric concept. I, I admit that even after the marshal, it's still an esoteric concept. We're talking about uh, very, very deep and spiritual ideas, but something maybe which you can relate to a little bit better. And that is just like if you take the marshal of a human being, a person can be thinking in his mind of all kinds of things. He can have laid out an entire city, an entire country in his mind, and plotted each thing and each detail and every, all the people in that imaginary place are going to be. And are we going to say that now because this person is thinking about all these other things, so now there's something in his mind which isn't him anymore? Of course we're not going to say that. We're going to say this is the person in totality. The fact that he's thinking about something else doesn't take that area away of being part of the person. It's the person, it's his mind, it's his thoughts, it's his rotten. But in his mind, he's, he's thought about a certain concept. And the concept he's thinking about doesn't detract from the person. And that's our marshal. Then let's try and, as best we can, apply it here as well. Akkadish Baruch Hu wants to create the world. And how does Hashem create? Either b'chefza, which means what Hashem wants, or b'dibore, which means what Hashem says. So in Hashem's, so to speak, thoughts, in Hashem's design, Hashem's plan, that's where the, He wants the world to be. Except somewhat unlike a person, that a person's thoughts don't concretize into reality, they remain parts of his mind. Thoughts that he has, when Hashem wants something, it becomes a reality. And therefore, HaKadosh Baruch Hu's rotten that there should be a world. And not just in a broad sense, with every tiny detail, with every pen stroke that, is, that he put into the world. Every ant, every plant, every leaf, every blade of grass, every individual, that's all part of Hashem's rotten. And now within his rotten, this is what Hashem wants there to be. And in his rotten is where it exists. And therefore, it's not interfering with the metzias, with the reality of Hashem in any way. Just like a person's thoughts don't subtract from him being a person, HaKadosh Baruch Hu's rotten that there should be a Bria, in all its myriad detail, in no way takes away from Hashem. The Bria exists in Hashem's rotten. Now, why I'm a bit hesitant about this marshal is because people can take it to a wrong conclusion and say, and indeed it's been said, if that's the case, the entire universe is just a figment of Hashem's imagination. And it's a mistake to say that, even though it's not completely wrong. But it's a mistake because it conjures up the wrong image. We think of a figment of one's imagination as something which isn't really real. It doesn't really exist. 
And therefore to say it in those words makes it sound like the, the Bria doesn't really exist. And that's not true. It really does exist. And we really here and we really exist and we really are people who have Bechira and our decisions make a difference. Except we exist within the concept of Hashem's Ratzin. In Hashem's Ratzin, Hashem's want, wish that there should be a world with people, with everything else around us. So that's the dimension which we exist in. And it's not fictitious. And it's not uh, some, something fan- of a fantasy nature because HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Ratzin creates and sees. The entire world is made with Hashem's Ratzin or Hashem's Dibur. That creates the Matthias. And therefore, in that Matthias which is now being created, a person really exists. The Bria really exists. Except, it's not that Hashem is inside the Bria. In the sense that Hashem fills the Bria. It's exactly the other way around. The Bria is inside Hashem. Which means the entire universe, is, including all the spiritual worlds, all the Malachim, everything which was created, is all existing in the place called Ritzoinai. In the dimension of Hashem's Ratzin, which is actualized into this concept. But Hashem's Ratzin is something within, so to speak, Hashem. Not something separate. And therefore it's true. And the Metzius of the Bria, of, not of the Bria, the Metzius of reality. Before the Bria, there's only Hashem. The real Metzius, even afterwards, is only Hashem. Hashem's Ratzin, that Biritzoyne, there should be a world, creates a world Biritzoyne. Like we said, just like a person can think through something, and even with all the details in his mind, so this is the plan, this is what he wants, this is what he's thinking about, that's all, everything which is happening within the person's mind is a reality which is created in his mind, which is all happening within the person. That's the Yisad, or what you call Britsona. Now, if we understood so far, and admittedly this is a deep and maybe somewhat esoteric concept to relate to, but if we do understand this, is a deeper point here too. And that is, in as much as the person can also, in his mind's eye, figure out or fashion or fantasize a reality, and it's not real, but in his mind at least, it's something which has ambitious. There's one concept, there's one koyach above that, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has which he doesn't give to a person. And that is, in HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Ratan, you can create Bechira. In HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Ratan, you can create Bechira. And that means that he can create an entity which can have its own Ratan. And this is the tremendous Chiddush of the creation of man. Which doesn't exist in any of the other creations of Hashem. Everything else was created the way Hashem wants it to be. The way Hashem created the world the way He wants it to be. And that's the way it is. Hashem's rotten for this thing, gives it its metzias, gives it its texture, its shape, its dimensions, its color, its size, its abilities, and that's exactly what it is. Like everything else in the world, it's kind Britsoina. When it comes to a person, Hashem's Ratzin doesn't define what He wants the person to be. Hashem's Ratzin defines He wants a person to have a Ratzin. He wants a person to have a Ratzin. And therefore, the creation of a person in Hashem's Ratzin is that a person should have a Ratzin. And in this way, we say that a person, so to speak, is created with Tzadim 
the beginning of Nefesh Chaim discussed this topic at length. And that is, what does it mean to be created with telemedicine? A person isn't created in the image of Hashem because Hashem is spiritual, doesn't have an image. And therefore, the way the Nefesh Chaim explained it then, amazing principle, and that is, to be created with telemedicine doesn't mean with the appearance of Hashem, it's not possible, Hashem is not physical, it means with the Koychus of Hashem. And therefore, he explains it in detail that the same the same spiritual strengths and powers that Hashem used in creating the world, He has given them to a person too. And if that's true for every little detail, then it's definitely true for this major principle. And there is a concept called Kaya Because the entire Bria was created with Hashem's Ratzim. And if that's the case, if Hashem wants to give a person in miniature a microcosm of the Kaya that He used, so He gives the person a Kaya Ratzim too. And that's why a person can have a ratzin, a person can make decisions, a person can want something. And that's all within Hashem's ratzin. Hashem's ratzin is that a person should want, should have a ratzin. And if we understand this, then we come to an even more fascinating concept. And that is, just like Birit Sinai, HaKadosh Baruch created the world, and the world existing, Birit Sinai, that is a figment of Hashem's imagination. It's a reality. We exist. We're here. But it's Biritsonai. It's within Hashem's Ratzna that that existence takes place. So by creating a person with a Koyach with the ability to want and the ability to decide, HaKadosh Baruch is doing exactly the same thing. That is making a person also a creator Biritsonai. How? Because within the Ratzin of a person, a person is creating his Olam Haba. And this is an important point to understand. And that is, that the Chazalavah tells us, the Kazari as well, and that is, it's true that there are many Maisi Mitzvahs, actions of Mitzvahs a person is obligated to do. But if all a person is doing is just the action, the activity, and not more than that, the one is achieving with his action is here in the world of action, the world of physical activity, and he'll be rewarded for it in the world of the physical. And they say it's only a mitzvah which is attached to a person's mind or a person's ratzen, and then that makes it a connection to something more spiritual, and that creates, that creates his level of Olam And that's the point, line to underline. That's the imperative here. And that is, a person's rotten. The Machshavi has me does mitzvahs. The Avos Hashem, the Yerushimayim, the Dvekos, whoever level it's going to be, the rotten of a person creates within him the Metzias of his Olam And once again, it's not a figment of a person's imagination. It's a reality. The world he's created for himself. And how does a person create? The same way Hashem creates. Hashem creates Birit Sinai, a person also creates Birit Sinai. Except for Hashem, He creates the entire universe, Birit Sinai. And for a person, the individual, Birit Sinai, what He's creating is His own Olamaba. That's the net total of His rock. What He wanted, what He worked on, what He achieved, what He was trying to achieve, what He was evident to, that's all part of a person's rock. In that dimension is His Olamaba. And if you understand this, and I'm going to finish with one last beautiful idea, and I'm sorry it's over time, 
a tremendous idea. The Gemara says in Ksuvus, Gedolim Maisit Tzedekim Mimaisit Shemayi Varetz. The acts of the Tzedekim are greater than the acts of Shemayi Varetz. Now, if you think about that line for a second, it's really not a, it's a non sequitur. It doesn't match. The first part of the line is talking about the Maisim that Tzedekim do. And we're comparing it to the creation of Shemayi Varetz. If, if, you should, if you wanted to make the two sides match, which is really right is that the actions of the tzaddikim are greater than the actions of Hashem who created Shemayi Varetz. But to say the actions of the tzaddikim, when you're talking about the one doing the act, is greater than the, the Maitre Shemayi Varetz, which is talking about the result of the act, it's, it's non, it doesn't follow. Not, it's a non sequitur. It doesn't stick together. What are Chazal trying to say? And the aside is like this. The Maitre Shemayi Varetz is the physical world. The creation of the heaven and earth. And the Maitre of Tzaddikim are greater than Hashem's creation of the physical world. Why? Because the physical world is limited. It's created to exist for a certain amount of time and after that it's going to disintegrate. Whether it's 7,000 years or 10,000 years, it's different chazals, but it doesn't make a difference. The, com- the concept of the creation of the physical is temporary. And when it comes to the end of a time span, it's going to fall apart. It's no longer going to exist. Whereas the creation of a tzaddik, the, in his ratan, is his olam abba. And olam abba, we know, is something which isn't limited by time. It's something which is the netach netachim. It's forever and ever. And in that sense, the maism of the tzaddikim, and what the maism of the tzaddikim create, is their olam abba, is longer lasting is more durable, is more powerful than the, the creation of Shemayi Varet. Because the Shemayi Varet is temporary. And the Maisa and Tzaddikim are not. Now, we can't say more than Maisa Hashem. Because, of course, the Tzaddikim themselves, and Olam Abba, which they're creating, that's all part of the Maisa Hashem. And then, for sure, the Maisa Hashem, which is created, the Shamas, which is created Olam Abba, those things are everlasting too. We're talking about specifically Hashem's Ratzin and Shemayi Varet. That's something which is limited by time. But the principle, and let's finish with that, where we began with, and that is HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Ratzin is the, is the, so to speak, the, the level of existence in which everything exists. We're living within Hashem's Ratzin. Because HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Ratzin creates a Matthias. And Hashem's Ratzin, there should be a Bria, and there should be all the elements of the Bria, become a Matthias within that Ratzin. But that's not apart from Hashem, it doesn't subtract from Hashem, it doesn't compete with Hashem, it's on a different plane altogether. It's, if in reality, it's within Hashem. Similar to a person's Ratzin. And the person's Ratzin, to the entire, to the Mitzvah, whatever it is, is creating a reality. It's creating a reality which is created by the Ratzin of a person, and that is his Olam once again, it doesn't interfere with the person. The fact that the person creates Olam Abba, it's something which exists very soina. It exists. And it's going to be the level the reality is created for himself because within his rat. And therefore there's no stir. There's no stir. HaKadosh Baruch is the Malik Kalam. HaKadosh Baruch is everywhere. And everywhere by Shafa'a Achas, no difference in level.
But when it comes to the Hashem's Ratzon to create, then in that framework of Hashem's Ratzon, now he's created something inside of him, so to speak, in his Ratzon, which has many levels. Some of them which can be Torah, which can be Tommy, which can be good, which can be bad. That all exists in there, which means in Hashem's Ratzon of what he wants it to be in the world. That's the first part, which is the next time inside of this principle of Nefesh